They're real. They're relatable. The Brandon and Amy Show. Saturday afternoons on The Seagull. This may be the first year since we've been together that we're really just going all out with the Christmas spirit this year. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really done a lot of that. I mean, we've gotten gifts from other people, but we've not really gotten gifts um, for each other. Yeah. And surprisingly, the house. Things have been cheap too. I'm yeah. really surprised. So we have a rule that a few of the gifts that we're getting, we're going to wait until Christmas to actually open. Um, I know the one that Amy's most looking forward to, which we're going to hold it off till Christmas. <laughs> She's getting an air fryer. Yep. She's finally getting one and it was actually a really good deal. Thank goodness for Cyber Monday. Totally, man. I mean, it made it, it came down from hundreds to double digits. So I'm like, yay. And we got this crazy idea three or four days ago because we thought it was going to be way more expensive than it was. Amy and I both, which is really cool because usually I'm the only one in the house uh, in previous years who played the keyboard slash piano type keyboard. Mm -hmm. And we ordered it and it's here within like two or three days. It's really amazing how quick stuff gets here anymore. And it's great because. Is even though it's a brand name, so Yamaha makes a bunch of digital pianos and keyboards, and they made it exclusively for Amazon, and that brought the price down even more. And it's not a bad little sixty-one key keyboard. It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really nice. It's playing Christmas music, mm-hmm. and it's silly, and it's fun. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, break something out for you guys uh, before Christmas is here. Uh, so yeah. You know, <laughs> Oh, come on. Dress on, baby. They don't want to hear us. Sing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. It's probably the happiest we've been around here in a while. Now yep. that we can both kind of play the, the keyboard. It's one thing to listen to Christmas music. It's another thing to actually be able to play it and just kind of have fun with each other. And I didn't know Amy could play. So that's really cool. It has raised our spirits. What's raising your spirits during the Christmas season if you are able to find the good in it? Let us know on the Brandon and Amy Show Facebook page. It's been a busy week here in the Brandon and Amy household. I'm actually surprised we had time to make sure that we can get this out to you guys. Yeah. Um, So I started a new job. Um, Yay! Yeah, I'm excited on uh, December 1st, last Thursday, actually. And uh, it has been crazy um, because I work supporting um, one of the executives, I guess I'll say, at the nonprofit that I work for. And mm-hmm. she's had lots of work for me to do. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been busy. Not, not too, too busy, but it's really cool. And one thing at least I've noticed just from observation is you really seem to like the people you work with, which is definitely a gift in these times. You know, everybody is very is and has been very friendly and we're a funny bunch you know um it's it's weird though and i don't know if anybody else has this problem but i always have a little bit of a i feel like whenever i start a new situation like a new team or a new group or a new job or you know new people that you're around right kind of like gauging how they interact with each other and trying to figure out how you fit into that yeah and that's been a little weird for me like uh, I had a meeting with my boss yesterday and she was she was not saying the F word, but she was very comfortably bantering about a certain few four letter words that I won't say on the radio. But I was like, 
oh, so it's okay to say that word around her, even though, you know? Yeah, it's, so it's funny trying to. It's a learning curve for sure. I've realized this even with people I know in radio and different situations like that because, you know, I'm we're not sailors all the time, but yeah, we can get to a point where we're very casual and yeah, just kind of let exactly. it fly sometimes. And I'm like, oh, it's okay for me to talk that way. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is like that, though. And you and I are both introverts. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing of trying to figure that out. Uh, the other really cool thing uh, we're really staying on the Christmas uh, subject over the next couple of weeks, which is great. Yeah, because it's well, Christmas time. Yes. Secret Santa already. You're getting into that. Yeah. So I wasn't going to participate because we live in a closed building and, you know, it can be crazy getting packages around here. But I was like, you know, I'm a new team member. It's Christmas. I love giving gifts more than I like getting them. And so I was really excited to look at everybody's wish lists and see what people wanted. So I'm excited to be giving a gift. A lot of coffee and tea stuff. And slippers and Yes. It's uh, definitely winter time. Yes. This time of the year and summer are both really good times to travel and sometimes the travel experience doesn't quite turn out the way you want it to. Mm-mm. So I'm curious from you. I'll share my story first, but I'm curious if you have somewhere you went and you were looking forward to it. You you were really curious about it and not that it was horrible, but just maybe it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. So for me, I always wanted to go to Canada and I can't say it wasn't fun because well, the drinking age was 19 and (laughs) I was at the time. So it was definitely fun to lounge around the pool and have a couple beers, Mm -hmm. which is probably what I sounded like after I had a lounge around a bowl and having a couple beers. (laughs) Yeah, so I was doing that and just kind of enjoying myself, but I was up in Niagara Falls area, which as a blind person, okay, whatever, you you know, the pretty water you could and that's cool. I think I really want to next time I go to Canada really try to I, I know it's very Americanized anyway, but I really want to experience Canadian culture, not just over the border, typical American tourist destination type culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, well, first of all, I like to try to do whatever I can when I go somewhere to not experience the tourist culture of something. <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, I hate being around tourists, period. Yeah. Well, and because you want to see, especially if it's a foreign country, which Canada is not a foreign country, but if it's a foreign country, I want to know what everybody else that lives there does. Right. You know, I'm sure everybody listening, especially on the midshore on the seagull can relate to that because mm-hmm. the whole economy of Ocean City and surrounding areas is built on tourism. And it's just like you get to a point where you kind of just deal with it. And it's like, OK, when I get away from here, I want to do something else. Yeah, the closest thing I I can't mine isn't really an area related thing. Mine is. um, So we did a church retreat one year and it was really cool because it was exciting. We were going to uh, to Hilton Head um, and uh, we got one of those resort, the little like town home rental thing. Sounds nice. Yeah, um, except ours had termites. Oh no. <laughs> Ours had termites. Oh, that'll ruin it completely. When and we we were like we tried to tell the we told the the, the owner and they argued with us and argued with us and we're like, Oh no, goodness. Like, like at that point it's just done. the wood in our house thing. And finally they did switch us because the other thing that happened was um the the shower 
uh, leaked and like completely flooded the bathroom the first night we were there. And and so it, it was just like a series of events that you didn't want to happen. And especially when you're only on like a weekend thing. And uh, so they ended up moving us, uh, which was a little bit better to somewhere where the AC didn't really work. But oh, lovely! <laughs> fortunately, we spent more time on the beach and in the conference room thingies that we were in than we did in our actual room. So it was it was tolerable. And fortunately, it also was in the fall. So it wasn't as uh, hot as it would have been in summer. Yeah. But but it was just one of those things where little random things you know, if it was going to go wrong, it did, you know, it just, <laughs> yeah. So we want to know from you and we'll share it on next week's podcast. What is a vacation you took that didn't quite turn out the way you planned online? Brandon and Amy show.com. Have you ever watched that 70s show by chance? A little bit. I, I saw a few episodes of it. Yeah, I, I was really into it when I was a teenager. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. It's just it was kind of funny and I enjoyed it. Uh, supposedly at one point they did make that 80s show. Oh, wow. I didn't it know that. flopped apparently because I didn't know about it either. Wow. Now they are going to be releasing due to all of the great nostalgia that 90s show. Hmm. I don't know. Right, because I loved the show. I loved the characters. I thought it was really good uh, for the time it was based out of. But I, sometimes reboots are really forced. So it's going to be pre premiering in late January, and it's going to be you know the, you got Red, you got Katie, you got some of the typical characters, which is great. Um, but I, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know. I I. I think nostalgia is great. I'm not really sure, though, having lived in the 90s and went to college in the 90s, there was a lot of great things about the 90s. But man, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't that we have now that we didn't have then in the 90s. So I don't know I've how seen, I feel about reliving that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen all of those same characters on a different show. Yeah. You know what's weird? The ranch is literally that 70s show, except in a ranch town. Mm -hmm. It's yep. so amazing how many characters I mean not everybody but uh, like Millicune it's not everybody's in it but uh, but the red kitty I mean not as themselves not as those as those characters but uh, if you haven't seen the ranch on Netflix Ooh, yeah go watch it. Yeah it's and, great. and you are a fan of that 70s show you probably will really like that one because uh, you got Ashton Kutcher and of course uh, uh, see, and the other thing too is due to some of the allegations. I don't think uh, what's this? Steven uh, was it? That's no, not Steven. Something McMaster's. Danny McMaster's. Danny, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. He Danny. was Stephen Hyde on the, that seventy oh, show. That's yeah. why I was confusing him. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, because um, he was later removed from the ranch. I think it was like season five or something like that. Yeah, like right at the end. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if he's going to be featured in that. And you kind of do need the punk kid attitude somewhere in there, or even the punk adult kind of attitude. Oh, yeah, because they were in the 70s and yeah. the 90s, especially. I'm assuming they're going to have kids mm -hmm. that are going to have different so characters. So is the premise supposed to be, because I haven't read, is the premise supposed to be where they take the that 70s kids and and profile them as adults in the 90s? Is that I'm assuming that's where it's going because the end of that 70s show was kind of an Eric and them were adults and things were kind of starting to, you know, Eric and Donna were finally getting married and all that other stuff. So I'm assuming that's the way it's going to be. Okay. I'm assuming it's not going to be like one of those South Park Simpsons arcs where they're just oh, constantly kids. God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a little weird. It would be weird. 
so social media has certainly made people way more antisocial than usual. Yep. I can't believe the number of things that I find out through social media and through text messages that I feel like I should probably figure out through a phone call or in person. Yeah, I agree. And and I have never experienced this, but I read an article recently about a woman who literally was uh, at home cooking Thanksgiving dinner for her family. And she found out that she was fired from her job via text message. What? Yeah. Through a text message, not even, not even an email, but a text message. Yeah. And, and I don't remember the details like where she worked or whatever. And if it was her whole team or just her, but still it doesn't matter. You cannot fire somebody in a mass email or a mass text message or a Facebook post. That's just absolutely awful. Yeah. That's, that's really weird. I mean, it's just, it's, it really speaks about the professionalism or lack thereof of people. Uh, for me, and it's something we'll talk about a little later as well. Uh, it seems that a lot of the people who have died in my life, I suddenly find out about by scrolling Facebook. That's awful. Death book. Yay. <sighs> yeah, that's pretty much where I out about that that way either. No. And that's the thing, though, is that, uh, you know, and I get it. There's not a lot of people I, I definitely know that are going to reach out, but nobody ever reaches out through messenger anymore. I said I have to be the one to reach out, first of all, to actually talk to people. And then suddenly it's like I'm scrolling. Ah, ha, ha, funny meme, funny joke. Oh, by the way, so and so died. Mm hmm. So I don't know. It's it's a weird world we're living in nowadays. Makes you not want to look at Facebook. It makes you just it makes you question the social norms of our culture anymore. Yeah, that too. Because people just don't actually communicate with each other. They want to rant and they want you to be their audience, but they don't actually want to communicate with you. I get to a certain extent when it comes to somebody dying only because you don't know who that person knew, but it's still a really horrible way to find out. Yeah, it's just it's interesting, though, and maybe I'm just a little bitter after this week, too, but it's like they'll do these stupid copy paste posts about meeting between bread and I just want to find out who my real friends are who read the posts like, you know, with all that time that you spent yammering and ranting, you could have just messaged people. Yeah, why don't you reach out more? I agree. Yeah, so this is my get off the lawn segment of the week. So there you go. Actually reach out to your friends. If you're an older person and you remember the days of phone calls and stuff like that, please tell your kids and your uh, your grandkids or whatever. Reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Actually, reach out to real people instead of trying to like test the the lengths of your friendship through a copy paste post. It's exactly. disrespectful. If you want to know, reach out and say hi. Exactly. So I know it. I'm annoying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm forgetful. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as bad as some people. New. Some people will go to the store and they'll be like, oh, she likes uh, tea. So I'll just get this random tea that she obviously never drinks or mm-hmm. wants or yeah. anything like that. Um, yeah. Or or what's even worse in our case. Sorry if you like this. Oh, coffee. I'll just grab the decaf. Oh, if you I'm um, thank God we both drink coffee because I would mm-hmm. kill you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and that is making a murderer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I have ever been with anybody that, that just completely did not know me. Um, I did have one situation one time where I ordered a sandwich that was tuna, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they put mustard on it. But to this person's credit, they'd never seen me order 
a tuna sandwich. They didn't eat tuna because they didn't like it really. So they didn't really know that mustard doesn't go on tuna, let alone whether or not I liked it because they knew I did eat mustard, you know? So, but, but I've never been with someone that was just so clueless about what I liked, you know, or drank or bought that they just totally didn't know me. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen that. You know what else though? I, I don't know why this comes to mind. I've been with people who are just apathetic though. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, I was doing a radio show at the station, and at the time, there's only one key to the apartment. So I was like, okay, let's line this up so that we're both getting back at the same time. Oh, I had to go out and do things, and I'm sitting like an idiot in the station lobby for like over a half an hour because it's like I can't go home because I can't get in. Oh, I had that sort of happen. So I was uh, visiting a boyfriend that I dated when I was in college. And I went on a job interview and his roommate was very much don't give anybody else a key, even though her boyfriend had one. Um, But she didn't want me to have one. And the boyfriend and I at the time were fighting. So needless to say, I left the house and I went on my job interview and it was a cranky, cranky, cranky day and I was crabby. And I came home and I knocked on his door because it was completely locked and deadbolted shut. And this was central Florida in the summertime. Oh no. And I'm, you know, sitting there and and it was the days of we didn't have cell phones, we didn't mm-hmm. have. And so I literally was just there banging on the door and banging on the door and banging on the door. And I was out in front of his house for like an hour. Until one of our mutual friends drove up and was like, hey, you're looking for, you know, are you looking for so-and-so? And And I was like, "Uh, yeah, he's not answering his door. And she's like, well, that's funny because we were supposed to go get lunch. And he told me, you know, to uh, to meet him here at this time. Oh, boy. So she happened to have a cell phone, (laughs) Um, you know, late 90s. Some people did have them. And uh, she called him in the phone. I heard the phone inside the house ringing and he answered it on one ring. So he had been there the entire time as I banged on the door, knowing that I was standing outside. <laughs> Bet that ended soon after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was mad. Oh, I bet. And then I, you know, so I was trying not to make a scene in front of my friend, out in front of our friend, and, and he came out of the house. Oh, I didn't know you were out there. And I'm like, dude, I have been ringing. I've been ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door yelling for you the dog has been barking you're totally lying and our friend was like oh so you want to go to lunch with us we're going to so-and-so and And i'm like i'm not gonna be caught dead in the same restaurant as him because i will stab his eyes out (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah the moral of the story here the story is don't take off no don't make me angry you won't like it when i'm angry (laughs) you won't like me when i'm angry (laughs) have you ever or would you ever go to a concert alone? Like, you know, you're not going as a ticket with somebody else. You're just going on your own. Mm, I don't know. I've never been one of those people. I, first of all, I've never been to a concert by myself, but I've never been one of those people that really enjoyed doing stuff by myself. And I've been told by several therapists that I have to work on this. Um, but I, know people that go out to dinner and to concerts and to movies and all that kind of stuff by themselves and they love it. And I feel like it's very awkward. 
Yeah, I guess a lot more people are saying that they wouldn't mind being by themselves going to different shows. Uh, I did once. It's I, it's like I agree. I like to be with other people. The camaraderie is great. I don't I'm not going to just miss doing something, though, if people don't want to hang out. That's on them. No, uh, but I think a concert, too, is different than a dinner or a movie. Yeah. And yes, you can be by yourself in a movie, but I think to me going out to dinner or to breakfast and seeing families and groups of people and then being by yourself. I don't know. That just feels really awkward to me. Yeah. It's a little weird. I've done like, it. Though, what do too. you do? I guess now in these days you could get on your phone or, um, some yeah. people have told me that they bring a book, you know, mm-hmm. um, that they've looked around at other people and saw that they're reading a book or they're listening to something on their phone or they're, you know, streaming Netflix or something. And, right. Yeah. And I guess in this day and age, maybe it makes a little bit more sense. Um, because there are things to do to entertain you while you're eating by yourself. It just, I don't know. It just feels like a very lonely activity that's not meant to be solitary. But I also know that that's something that I probably need to work on. Although now I'm going to be less likely to go anywhere by myself because I have you. You're stuck with me. <laughs> so, you know, but. Yeah, no, I prefer that too, especially when both of us get to go places, but I've done it before. I, I get what you're saying though. I do agree that there's a certain awkwardness to it, but it's still something I'm glad I uh, did. I went to actually go see uh, L King in DC before she blew up with the whole X's and O's thing. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, my roommates had tickets. They couldn't go and I'm like, uh, well, all right, I'll go. I just got an Uber headed on over and saw her live. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just reminded me of that time, but yeah, I, I guess some people say they'd be willing to do it. And I guess with some of the single people out there, especially for the women out there, it'd be better to go to a concert by yourself than with nagging friends or a creepy dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love music. I grew up with, I love remembering old times. Mm-hmm. There's this weird fantasy in people and I know it's fake and that's what really just gets me going. Mm-hmm about nostalgia. Oh, well, back in the 80s and back in the 90s, we would do this and we would do that. It's like, okay, you're posting this on a high speed internet connection. You yes. want to go back to dial up because there's dial up still out there. I mean, it's yes. it's available. Do these people realize though? So how long it actually takes? Did you I, maybe you didn't do this? Did you ever tried to download one song via dial up? Oh, yeah, that's actually what brought this <laughs> conversation on was I was thinking of that uh, how it took like five or six hours to get that one song one song yes just one not an album oh no one song I think mine took three hours Mm -hmm. on but still Yeah. yeah it was not good it was bad I already gave my thoughts in previous weeks on cassettes but yeah cassettes CDs uh, DVDs VCR I don't miss it I really don't I saw somebody uh, all nostalgic and falling all over themselves over eight tracks and I'm like seriously do you realize how big they were have you ever seen an eight track tape uh, I think I have like once it was just right before it they're was huge. yeah right before my generation they're huge you're not they're not like little cassettes where you're gonna like put them in a you know little case and carrying them around with you on your shoulder they're bigger tapes and like I don't even know if there's a tape to play them anymore but do you really want that breed of nostalgia where you need like a special bookshelf for your for your tapes like, exactly really? the thing is is like yes i wish we would all communicate more in a more efficient way yes. like actual phone calls but i can't really say that i would not want to have 
uh, you know, quick ways of communicating with people either. Like I will say when I first heard of texting and I first heard of all this stuff, I'm like, I'm never going to do this and I do it. I actually really prefer just like, let's get to the point. If I'm going to meet you at a restaurant, I'm not going to call you and say this or that. Hey, I'll be there in five minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Quick ways of communicating and quick ways of getting stuff done. I never really thought um, that I would be as is into like online shopping and stuff like that as I am. I mean, oh, now, yeah. oh my gosh, we ordered all of our Christmas through uh, Amazon. And there is a certain thing about going and getting it yourself and picking it out. I get that. I'm not saying I dislike that, but, but it is still f- very convenient and ordering groceries. I mean, we don't even hardly go into the store anymore. And again, that has its place too, but but we just and I wouldn't trade and go back to the 90s and early 2000s no. when that wasn't an option. And I had to wonder if the person that was helping me at the store could understand me or not, you know? Yeah. Like it's just nice to not have to worry about that anymore. We can relive music, we can relive memories, but I don't need to actually put myself back there. Exactly. So usually once a week we have a difficult conversation that is general. And the holiday season is very difficult for people. Uh, there's losses. People either remember people who are no longer with them. Uh, it's uh, it's a problem time for sure. And I don't know how I want to go about this, but I feel like I at least want to talk about this on the air because I feel like we're at least transparent. And especially as someone who is in radio, a uh, friend of mine who actually was in Pittsburgh radio uh, in Pennsylvania for 10, 15 years, went to my college. Uh, we were talking a lot over the last few years and just as a uh, evidence as to the fact you really don't know when your life is going to end uh, car accident. I took his life uh, this past Sunday and it was a drunk driver driving a U-Haul because you should just totally do this thing. I, under the influence. I can't stress this enough. And, and I know and I, I hate the ad council ads and I hate the stupid uh, posturing buzz driving is drunk driving, but it is It really is okay. And, and, and I'm hoping that the people we have listening either to this podcast or to the seagull are smart enough to not drive drunk that they would call an Uber or get something by this point and certainly not drive something like a freaking U-Haul that is huge either. Yeah, uh, I mean a big truck. You can do so much damage with that too. Third DUI, by the way. Yeah, three strikes law. Really? That that's a whole discussion in and of itself. Say we I'm could not going into it or about that, but I don't think that's for our show, but nope. I share your anger. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> trust me. This is this is the other reason why I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this because I just stole a lot of emotions and I'm finally a few days removed from it so I can at least talk about it. But uh, I think the one thing I, I want to at least I guess end it on a positive note. Uh, I'm very happy to see how many people have stepped up Mm -hmm. uh, who have helped to make sure that his family is fed. Uh, They've got their nails done. They got some different things. Uh, You know, he was alumni of uh, the college. He went to the college radio station and we were all uh, discussing uh, how we can help. Um, So we all really came together. Are they doing any kind of tribute show for him? Uh, yeah, so I'm originally on uh, the uh, station WCAL in Pittsburgh, and I, I might actually promote this on the Seagull just because uh, whenever we get to that point, I would really love for some of you to actually hear him if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think at the very least, I might actually post an air check 
Uh, and an air check, for those of you who don't know, is uh, basically just the voice parts uh, without the music, kind of like you get with our normal podcast, just the, just us talking without any of the music included. Uh, so uh, I think that here in a few months, uh, just to show you how amazing of a broadcaster and a voiceover artist he was, I'll have a tribute to him in our podcast. So definitely, if you subscribe to the Brandon and Amy show, look out for that. Otherwise, I'll let you know when the actual shows are airing. And it, uh, he loved uh, different kinds of music, but he especially loved playing cover songs. So it'll be a great send off tribute here in the next few months. So sad. Yeah. Um, really, you guys, if we can say nothing else, at the end of this, you make sure you keep in touch with people. Yeah. Because you don't know when you're not going to have them in your life anymore. The last thing he said to me when I was talking about a friend of mine who took his life last year uh, was we always love to pretend, especially as men, that we are invincible in our 30s. But you never know when our time is going to be up. And the best thing we can do is be a love and a light to others and to make sure that they remember us for who we are and to spread that legacy onward. And those are good words to leave you all with this week. This has been the Brandon and Amy show.